Good evening. You're listening to K Tahoe. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin. Good evening. Happy New Year. Yay. Fired up. 2014. First day back to work. <laughs> Yay. Very, very, <laughs> very exciting. I love what I do, so it's all right. Um, so today we're talking about the five best things you can do for yourself in 2014. And uh, I think you're going to like them because they're all free and most of you probably know how to do at least two of them. Well, so free is good. Free is good. Happy at free. Right. So um, so I'm going to go ahead and give the spoiler alert just right up front and say what they are so you know what you're staying in tune for. Um, but the first, the five best things you can do for yourself in 2014 are to, one, get more sleep. Two, set good boundaries. Three, improve your self-awareness. Four, drink more water. And five, be gracious. Oh, I should have brought a water in. I know. I'm thirsty too. <laughs> After. <laughs> After. Here we go. So um, so benefits of sleep. So getting more sleep. I'm not talking about like killing yourself all week and then catching up on the weekends. Yeah. Jen. Not good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes it's a, you, there are times in our lives where we have to buckle down and, you know, we have to sacrifice a little sleep because of all the things going on. But that should be a 20% kind of thing, not an 80% thing. And so really, um, the studies show that you need to be getting good sleep, you know, every night of the week, not just on the weekends to try and catch up. It's not quite the same benefit. And the benefits of sleep, I found this great article online um, by Alyssa Sparsino uh, on health.com. It's called The 11 Surprising Benefits of Sleep. So you can go read more details about it there. Um, but it's improved memory is a benefit of more sleep. You live longer. They actually did a study and showed um, that women between the ages of 50 and 79 who had five hours or less of sleep a night um, actually had more deaths than women who had more sleep. So, Ooh. That's, uh, that's a, one of those things to think about. Right? Something to think about. Save your life. Get some sleep. Um, you can curb inflammation. Now, this is a huge deal because with over six hours of sleep, which, come on, six hours, it's not that much. Um you can curb your inflammation. So if you suffer from gout, if you've got, you know, diabetes in your family, heart, heart disease, stroke, arthritis, um, all of this inflammation is linked to all of these things. It's also linked to premature aging. So for any of you who are spending $200 or more on your face products, you know, some sleep is actually free and could improve the look of your skin and, uh, and your face, um, for free. So get some more sleep at night. Um, getting more sleep at night also spurs creativity. Uh, sh- their studies show that the brain actually rearranges information at night, um, and it, it flushes out all of the chatter. Um, there were studies on people who – I'm trying to remember where the article is from. I'll quote it next week. But um, there was an article that we read recently. It's on the P-Link uh, Coaching Center Facebook page, but on the link between lack of sleep and Alzheimer's. And, um, how at night when we sleep, our, um, our brains actually flush out all the excess materials that we don't need, which is, um, which I think is very interesting. And people who don't ever go to that calm place or that sleep state long enough, um, they don't get it cleaned out as much and it builds up this plaque, which has been linked to Alzheimer's. So get some more sleep. Uh, it can also improve your stamina and speed in sports. It can improve your grades for your children, sharpen your attention. Who doesn't want that? I know I do. Uh, it can reduce your weight and help you steer clear of depressions. And finally, CHP will thank me for this one. It'll help you avoid accidents. 
They say that <laughs> lack of sleep is um, can be as bad as being drunk and driving. Oh, good. They yeah. said there's tons of accidents that happen because of sleep each year, um, sleep deprivation. I won't drive when I'm tired because I, I know. Yeah, so any of you who've ever driven over the 50 from the airport or coming home from the Reno airport at midnight and you're slapping your cheek, yeah. pull over and yeah. take a cat nap because um, definitely is a cause of accident. So get more sleep. Tons of benefits. It's free. And boy, does it feel good on a cold winter's day to tuck in a little early and uh, and get some good shut-eye. Yeah. Especially do it now while we still have short daylight times. Oh, yeah, it's when it's dark. You know, we're the only animals on the planet that don't rise and sleep with the um, with the rhythm of the sun. You know, the nocturnal animals, they come out when it's dark, they go to bed when it's light. The, um, what do they call the day-turnals? <laughs> That's not what it's called. But uh, my kids know the answer to this <laughs> from their good science school. Um, but the, the ones that are awake during the day, um, they... They raise uh, or they wake up with the sun and they go to sleep when it's dark. So um, something to think about. So number two of the five best things you can do for yourself in 2014 is to set good boundaries. Now, I have, um, I've been a life coach and a business coach for about seven, eight years now, and I have had a front seat to business executives who have no boundaries. Um, and it doesn't seem to be getting any better. It actually seems to be getting worse. This kind of relentless 24 hour. Keep you in business. Yeah, right? Always plugged in. Um, laptop on vacation by the poolside. I mean, just never taking any time away from the job. No time to think. Um, and this is, there is a really, um, great benefit to setting good boundaries. I mean, as you're setting good boundaries, you are able to, um, be more aware of what's going on. You have more objective um, viewpoint in terms of looking. Being, you get more perspective by pulling back. You're able to have more meaningful connections with your family members and your friends. I mean, this, you know, no one I don't think suffers more than families when people are constantly on their Blackberries, constantly one hand on the computer, constantly thinking about work. And if you can't tear away for an hour to have dinner with your family, or you can't tear away to, you know, sit on the couch with your spouse and read or play a game or, or watch a show together or whatever you do that's fun, um, that can be damaging long term. And so um, my point here is not that everybody should have this perfectly balanced life, but the reality is, is that if you are 100% or even 80% of the time working in this zone, um, it can be effective in the short term, but eventually you're really going to pay for it in the long term and you're going to burn out and that'll have blowback on your family. It'll have blowback on your success at work and your productivity and the people you work with. So you might think you're doing your, your work a favor by, you know, buckling down and cranking out the work of two people by working a hundred hours a week. But oftentimes you're just teaching the organization that they don't have to pay two people to do two jobs. They can just have you and you're willing to sacrifice for it. And so, um, setting good boundaries is really, really important between work and home life. Yeah, definitely. So. Put the phone away. Put the phone away. Put the email away. Take a real vacation. You know, take baby steps. If all you can do this year is notice where you're not setting boundaries and start to notice why, that's a that's a step forward. You don't have to go, you know, revamp your whole schedule tomorrow, but start thinking about it. Like, am I somebody who's hijacked by my email? Am I hooked on, you know, the on the buzz of being able to slide open my iPhone? 
you know, research showed when I was at the Harvard Business Coaches Conference in uh, Boston this year, there was a gal who spoke about um, how people now we have our our brains actually or our bodies release um, dopamine when we slide the lock key on our iPhone because we're like so excited. It's almost like a drug <laughs> that our brains now launch dopamine. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, that's the same stuff that happens when we walk by high fat, sugary foods and, uh, and drugs. So, you know, notice if you're hooked, hacked or hijacked by, uh, by these kind of things, um, and set good boundaries because if you can get clear on what's an emergency and what can wait, your life can greatly improve. Yeah. All right. So number three, moving on to improving self-awareness. Now, this is something that I feel really passionate about. And it's something that, you know, self-awareness, mindfulness, this came about about 2,600 years ago by the Buddhists. And when I was a kid, you know, meditation was for hippies in Santa Cruz. That's what people did. True story. I mean, it's where I grew up. It was like people who meditated were all these real earthy granola people. Um you know, now all kinds of people meditate, you know, extreme athletes meditate, um, CEOs meditate, stay at home moms meditate. I meditate. I mean, people are, you know, they're improving self-awareness on many levels. And so it's not just about meditation, but it's about taking enough quiet time to draw back and to, to look at like, what am I having? What, what emotions am I having? What's, what reactions am I having and what's causing it? You know, getting mindful, really paying attention, noticing what's driving you, notice what's driving your reactions, and um, and being able to um, to notice just what's happening inside. Like, what is your internal state? And I think we get so busy that we we don't notice our internal state. In fact, we buzz right past it. And, uh, this weekend I had a conversation with a friend at a party and she said something and I said, Oh, you know, this is how I feel about that. And, um, and then I went home and I really started thinking about it and I thought, is that really how I feel about that? Or, you know, or is it, or isn't it? I don't know. And so just thinking about that, um, got, I mean, it really got me into some deep reflection about how I felt about the certain situation and, you know, kind of what side of the fence I was on. And was that just a story that I'd been telling for a long time? So it became kind of my MO, you know, here's how I feel when really inside it was not congruent with what I was truly experiencing. So, um, so improving your self-awareness has a lot of theorized benefits and, um, and those can be summarized. I found this on APA.com. Um, but, Self, improve self-control, objectivity. You know, when you're able to understand what's happening for you, you can actually back out of a problem and say, oh, I see, you know, I could see both sides of this. Um, affect tolerance, so self-regulation, improve self-regulation, being able to tolerate more. Uh, enhance flexibility. And that kind of goes for me with objectivity. If you can see all sides of the story, you might change your mind. You might be more flexible in your thinking. Um, equanimity, this is one of my new favorite words. That's a good <laughs> Very word. Very fancy. Um, I first read it in Rick Hansen's book, The Buddha's Brain, but it's the, the ability to, um, have kind of a neutral reaction when, when people, other people do things. And so I've been practicing it with my kids. So if they do something rather than letting it immediately flare up, you know, being able to, to detach from that and say, oh, that, you know, that's interesting, you know, and kind of be more on that even keel and accept what's happening versus reacting to it immediately. Um, 
improved concentration. Once again, you get more sleep, start doing a little self-awareness. Next thing you know, you'll be concentrating like a mad person um, or a really smart person. Either way, it gives you mental clarity, which I'm all for because with all the chatter and everything that's being poured in, we could all use a little mental clarity. Uh, improves emotional intelligence and the ability to, re- to relate to others and oneself with kindness, acceptance, and compassion. Who doesn't want a little more of that? Absolutely. So um, so think about ways you can improve your self-awareness. And sometimes all it is is just noticing what happened for the day. And like Jen was telling me earlier, she wrote down her uh, intentions. And she said at the end of each day, I'm reflecting back and noticing what I did and what I didn't do. And that's great. Like that's self-awareness. Yeah. And it's free. Free is good. <laughs> free is good. <clears throat> all right. So number four in the five best things you can do for yourself in 2014 is to drink more water. Yay, one of my favorites. I love water. And, you know, it's really life's true elixir. And it's free. It is is so good here in Tahoe. And it's so good here in Tahoe. So delicious. And now I have one of those soda stream machines, and so I can have sparkling water all the time. I'm in heaven. In heaven. So so when you think about... um, Reasons to drink more water. Well, first of all, your uh, brain is about 90% water and your body's about 70% water. So, I mean, we are water, so we should have more of it to help build up our cells. And there's a great uh, article on mindbodygreen.com by Abby Phone uh, about reasons you should drink more water. And she states the reasons being that it increases energy and relieves fatigue. Which is true. Anytime I ever feel tired, the first thing I do is get a drink of water. Because I've always heard that being dehydrated makes you tired. Um, It promotes weight loss. It flushes out toxins. We could all use a little of that after New Year's, I'm sure. (laughs) Fudge, champagne, not necessarily in that order. Um, It improves your complexion. It helps with digestion and it helps you stay regular. Who doesn't want that? Uh, Boosts your immune system. And it's also a natural remedy for headaches. Nice. So, I mean, there's all these different things, right? We're paying all this money for Advil and Aleve and, you know, all these fancy pants headache medicines and, you know, all kinds of things to help us stay regular and all kinds of things to help us lose weight. And, you know, it's like if you just got more sleep and drank a little more water. <laughs> solve your problems. You could solve the world's problems. And it's free. All right. And then number five, um, and this is really a personal one for me, um, but number five of the best things you can do for yourself in 2014 is um, – be gracious. Be gracious. And this is on my mind because a couple weeks ago, it was in the height of the holiday season. I was stressed out at Rayleigh's. I was at one of those self-checkout places. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, please put your bag on the thing. Did you not put, you know, and the guy came over and he was so nice and he was so gracious and I was so not. And I felt terrible about it for days. So public apology to the Rayleigh's man. Um, but I just thought, gosh, you know, how hard is it to be gracious? Like here's somebody who went out of their way to try to be nice. They know it's annoying at the self-checkout. Everybody does. Like you don't go there if you don't want to have to call someone over. And I just, and I, I really beat myself up about it. And I just was really so mad at myself for not having the self-regulation to, to be kinder. And I thought, and I remember you saying you want to be kind this year. And I just thought, man, you know, take your own advice. Right. And so, um, so when you're being gracious, it feels better than being rude. Yeah. You know, you walk away from situations and you feel good about how you acted, not bad. And you won't lose time kicking yourself and lamenting over bad behavior afterwards. So that's a time saver. Um, people will also want to help you more. 
Yes. Right? I yes. mean, th- there's a reason my mom always said you get more bees with honey. She's right. And I think we so often go to that like angry phase with the, with the, uh, people on the other end of the customer service line in hopes that we're going to get what we want. And I swear if we're nice about it, oftentimes it works out much better. And you never know. You just might be the person who turns someone's day the right direction. You know, you just never know. Somebody might just feel like, wow, you were so nice. Like, thank you for that. You know, I needed that. I needed to be reminded that humanity is good. (laughs) And, uh, and it just does, it takes so much less energy to be gracious than it does to be intense and in someone's face. I mean, it is just feels better all over. So if you want to learn more about how to be gracious because you haven't perfected the art of it yet, uh, there's a nice article. I've posted the link on my Facebook page. Uh, it's by Bruna Martinizuni, Tenuzi, Martinuzi. Um, and it's on openforum.com, but it's about, um, it's about being gracious. So you can find it on the Nourish Life and Business Coaching Facebook page. Um, and read all about different ways to do that. So your quick recap for, um, for the five best things you can do for yourself in 2014, number one? Keep boundaries two. We had awareness. Get sleep. Get more sleep. sleep. Yes. Sleep with one. And she already said boundaries is two. Set good boundaries between work and life. Um, what? Number three. Oh, number three. Self-awareness. Self-awareness. Good. She's not even looking at the list. It's amazing. Number four is to water. drink more water. And number five. Gracious. To be gracious. gracious. Be kind. That's going to be our theme this year. We're going to be kind and gracious. So if you want to lose weight, be healthier, be sick less, launch your career, you just need to adopt a few of these basic things. <laughs> Drink water and launch your career. I love it. Drink water and launch your career because it brings clarity, right? That's right. <laughs> so it's that simple. So may the odds be ever in your favor in 2014 <laughs> to quote Effie from one of my favorite books, The Hunger Games. So have a wonderful, wonderful start to your year. You too. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Same time, same place. You've been listening to The Bright Side with Alexis Robin here on K Tahoe.